Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. RPG show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and for you today, I have something special. If you are uh, in the Discord chat, then you kind of already know what's going on, but uh, mistakes were made, okay? Uh, what you're going to hear here is sort of, uh, it's an off-topic sort of just general discussion show, but the real treat of it is that I get uh, hella fucked up over the course of the thing and at the very very tail end of the show after the uh the amazon promo has rolled uh if you so choose i'm gonna put a little two second snippet of me throwing up all over the floor so if that sort of thing disturbs you then you can just tune on out when you normally would um, but you can definitely uh stick around to hear me make horrible choices I definitely passed out and slept on the floor. But, uh, you know, Nick came over here. We were like, we're going to hang out and, you know, uh, we can get some recordings out of the way because he's he's getting ready to move. So there's going to be a period of time where he's unavailable. So we were like, yeah, let's let's knock it out. And uh, when he came down to it, we were like, you know, let's sit around. Let's play some games, have some discussions. Let's record all that. And, you know, I can go back and pull conversation out of it and, you know, piece together, a, you know, an off-topic kind of thing. And then after that, after we've, you know, sat around for a while and we got a buzz on, we can do a Listen Laker episode. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, this was all sort of off the cuff, you know, and I wasn't really prepared for it. Uh, and I totally... Uh, I didn't eat all day, except for, you know, what my toddler didn't eat, and then I fed her, and, uh, you know, uh, I've been slowly whittling my collection of alcohol in the house down, uh, you know, just because money's tight, and I was left with, you know, uh, a 750 milliliter bottle of a, a high-end quad, and a a bottle of wine, and so I, you know, made the mistake of, without ingesting any food uh taking out the whole bottle of wine and then feeling ballsy enough to to mix my alcohol and go into a beer and it did not go well now that being said you're going to notice a couple things about how this sounds first off um i've moved everything back up into the studio because i did have it downstairs in my dining room so the the parts of the episode with me and nick talking there will be a lot of room noise there's going to be a lot of echo simply because i had one mic to work with um 
my other mic is in storage and again off the cuff did not have a chance to go pick up the other mic and do like we did before so that and now that I've got it back up here it's kind of like something I don't know if it happened in like a drunken haze like getting another game or what have you like but my mount on my desk is bent so the whole thing's cattywampus and I've been kind of fucking with trying to get the microphone back in the right place and so I don't have my pop filter on I'm sure this sounds super echoey and my P's and S's and all that shit sound great but um yeah, just that's it's going to be that way for this and then the next episode of the Quest 64 review. But um, just to, what you're getting ready to listen to is to kind of break this down. Um, I'm just going to take random snippets of discussion throughout the night because if I, I think I will put up somewhere the whole unedited event for those that are really interested in listening to two hours of raw audio. But a lot of it's just me and him playing uh, whatever game we're playing. I think we start out with Red Dragon Inn, which I highly recommend. It's a little cheap kind of like card game based around like your fantasy heroes in a tavern drinking and the object is to get the other person to get way too fucked up. Their character, not in real life. Cause, but again, you can assign a drinking game to it if you want, but we didn't. Um, and then we switched to Trivial Pursuit at some point. Uh, and then uh, it just, you know, so you'll hear snippets of that in interlaced in the discussion. And then uh, I'm also going to interject a discussion I had with Cujo uh, regarding our takes on Spider-Man Homecoming, the movie. And then the last bit will go back to a discussion with me and Nick. But if you're not the kind that really likes it when we talk about... Um, our feelings about what we do with the show and we specifically talk about uh sort of the um god how do i say this we just discuss a lot of a lot of methods to sort of cover um server costs and stuff just like it's just a lot of like us sort of throwing ideas back and forth and talking about how we feel about um what we're doing and you know how we can you know sort of cover a few of the things that we need to cover and if that's sort of boring to you and you're not really into that even though that's the drunkest drunkest discussion out of all of these um that'll be also at the end i'll sort of leave that towards the tail end there uh all the music in today's episodes will be from badass boss themes volume one so be sure to check that out. That can be found at overclockedremix.org. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but that's that's there. Um what else? Guys, it's been a it's been a it's been a thing, man. Uh yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh I'm pretty sure I dropped an in bomb at some point and I didn't edit it out. So that might I don't know if that made the final cut. I'm sorry this episode's late because Believe it or not, going through three hours of drunken raw audio to pull out fucking conversation, it was a lot harder than I anticipated and a lot more time-consuming. So I should have known better. This It seems like these past two weeks have been a lot of full... Uh, have been chock full of Brent should have known better. So yeah, I fucked up. And uh, because I got fucked up uh, too soon, there is no Listen Liquor episode for this. So we'll have to wait on one. Till the next time me and Nick can can work something out. Sorry about that, guys. I know you guys really like that. This will have to substitute. This is this is it's kind of sad if you ask me, but it is. It's content. 
you know, you guys like hearing us fuck around. So, uh, my wife shows up at some point, like it just, it's just, it's all over the place. Um, no real direction or, uh, uh what is there's no like chronological, like continuity, continuity. There's no continuity to what I'm going to present to you. So either way, I really hope you guys like it. Uh, have a good one.
You run away again, buddy, and you're totally grounded. Baby, renegade Digimon. They run away, and you have to get them back. The Digimon World video game. Rated T. New from Bandai. So, you know what uh, I wasn't proud of? The one-star review? Uh, no. You guys no-selling my, uh, my Brady Brunch goes to Hawaii joke. Because I made a joke. It wasn't funny. I don't know what you want from me. It was funny. I thought it was funny. And then, like, I can't believe I, like, I just stopped. And there's, like, five seconds of silence. It's the most awkward. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate you guys. It was a funny joke. I thought it was good. Whatever. It was, it was whatever. Was I, I think I remember watching it at, on TV. And I'm like, I don't even remember the film, so I can't really make a comment. Yeah, I know. You guys are popcorn. I did listen to half of the Star Trek episode I worked though, so... I got halfway through it. Right. Uh, I'm hoping to finish the rest of it sometime soon. But no, you won't. I'm actually enjoying it. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm glad that the listeners get to suffer through the shitty-ass music for that stupid-ass game. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know what songs you were putting on, because I hadn't listened to any of the I episodes that I played four of the five, or six. There's only six or seven tracks. Well, I meant, like, in general. Like, yeah. that you're, what kind of music you were putting on the, the cuts, the music breaks. Yeah. The, I haven't listened the, to an episode yeah, since you started doing that. Yeah. So is it, has it always been music from the games? Alright, so when we do a review, it's music from the game. Okay. When it, we do an off-topic, it's remixes from okay. just stuff we've reviewed. Gotcha. Like I try and keep it to games we've reviewed. Okay. So, um, yeah. That's cool, because like, uh, like, it was like two minutes in, and I'm like hearing the shitty-ass overworld music or whatever, and I'm like... It's not that bad for NES titles. Like, I mean, there's better music, but there's also worse music. I guess, but it haunts me. Anyway... Uh, back to the game, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like, so... The, uh, drop these, I guess. Fuck. Um, Josh put on Facebook the thing, like, uh, a game title that describes your sex life. Like, yeah. I ended up going with the, the double dragon, like, bad dragon reference, but I wanted so bad just to put uninvited, no other words, <laughs> explanation, just let it be. But I felt like it was going to get accosted for a rape joke. Fair enough. Like, because it was the first thing that came to mind, was uninvited. And I'm like, ah. Then I was like, maybe Shadowgate. And then I'm like, these are getting way too meta for people to understand. So, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go oh, with double dragon. shit. I don't remember what I put. Uh, six, a three something title. I don't know, six something, six or nine something, nine something, something. Oh like, yeah, nine nine nine. Yeah. Nine persons, nine doors, nine uh, something. Yeah, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what game that is. Uh, I think it's a DS, uh, like pretty much a visual novel uh. type thing. You have to go, you uh, go through rooms, you solve, uh, like this mystery, and I had to get out without getting killed or some shit. It's a, the series is pretty good. It's got 999, um, fuck, no, I can't remember the other ones. It's, uh, I think one has a V in it. Virtue's Last Reward. Uh, and there's another one, the Nonary Games, maybe, or something like that? I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't really played the series too much. Yeah, okay. Dude, I nurse all of my drinks. I don't know what you want from me. Except fucking vodka plus whatever. You need a, you need a nipple on that? Yes, I need two. Get stuck on these nips over here. That's gross. That's the that's another one star. Another one star for <laughs> <laughs> the audio quality on this episode. Another one star. 
I wish they would have left something. Like, any yeah. kind of criticism or well, critique I mean, or something. it might not have showed up yet. Like, I, I might be able to check it again and see if it showed up, but I doubt it. I, I'm pretty sure they just sort of like, me, what's your, me. See, because I don't, like, the worst thing is, we don't know if they listen to, like, five minutes, and we're like, okay, this show sucks, one star. If they listen to a whole episode, we're extremely butt-ravaged, and we're like, one star, these motherfuckers, I'm gone. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. It's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. It's really, like, I think I'm less butt-hurt about them than you are. I'm not really bothered by, I'm bothered by the lack of... Like, you'd rather have the feedback? Yeah, I'd like... Like, so, but, if you hate us, let us know why you hate us. Yeah, that'd be that'd be oh. great. Like I don't care about the number score. Well, I the, the would most, prefer to have like things to work on. The most like the most criticism I see like when I I look up the show. Stop being racist. I got you know, it. Well, okay. Is 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 that we're we're a little blue? Like we're a little crass. We say some fucked up shit. But I don't think we could ever we could ever change that even if we wanted to. Like even if it's that's so ingrained in our personalities. Yeah. That... Like we like we we feel the need to 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 push until we find the soft spot in your skull that drives you drives you crazy. And then just fucking cut a hole in your skull and fuck it. Which which we found for. Uh, for C Tan. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. His, his, uh, Final Fantasy Ten. Final Fantasy Ten for sure. Best game ever, Travis. Best game ever. It's my favorite. It's my wallpaper on my desktop. All the characters are great. Great story. Great gameplay. Great oh, music. Especially that final boss music, man. When you're fighting sin, you get that nice, that nice metal garbage. You mean every Final Fantasy boss fight ever? Well, no. Like, there's literal like. Verbal diarrhea. I, I never understood the lyrics to the song. It's like, yeah, yeah, give me your money there's or something like that. Way, I'm like, there's oh, lyrics fuck. to uh, One Way Angel, isn't there? Isn't but there? I think it's just Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. Sephiroth or whatever. Sephiroth. <laughs> All right, uh, whose turn is it? I believe it's your turn because I just drank uh, the Diddy Dirsch water. That's right. I got Diddy Dirsch water. The, the Diddy Dirsh water. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a five percent like twelve ounce <laughs> can. What are you doing over there? Nursing it, bitch. I'm almost still a bottle of water here. Alright, um. Alright, so. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid of that. Alright, so. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid of that. Can you get rid of this chlamydia for me as well? Uh, no. I can absorb it into myself like the Star Scourge. Wow, I made a Final Fantasy 15 fucking joke. That hurts. I'm not me. even gonna dignify that with a response. <laughs> like that hurts my soul. Why did I do that? It took me a minute. I'm like, that's from some th- bullshit. Oh, Final <laughs> yeah, S15. Yeah. yeah, that's whatever. Fucking Ifrit over here. All right. Um. Oh, so did you interpret the end of that game as them being alive at the end of it? No. Okay, I t- me either. But like, apparently, there's a thing where people are like, oh. They're totally alive. Well, like Prompto. Uh, well, no, no, Ign- uh, not. See, I'm kind of torn. Not in, uh, in Luna Freya. Uh, Luna are alive, but Prompto, like, because if they're alive, then Prompto, uh, Ignis, Ignis, and, and Gladio are totally dead. Like, like it's. I think it's either or. Like, either he knocked the three of them out, and then the other two are dead. Like well, Noctis sacrificed himself to go to the astral plane or whatever. Like, and everybody's saying he's he would die, so I think he was a total cop out if he lives at the end of that. Yeah, like the whole the whole game builds up to the point of him ha- accepting the role that he must be the last in the line right. to actively stop 
this from going and anymore. And so when we do a review, I tend to like look and read other reviews, listen to other reviews, watch other reviews. Like before we do our review, Final Fantasy Fifteen was one of the only games where I didn't do that, right? And I've gone back and sort of like read a lot of reviews and listened and watched and the whole nine yards and like I don't understand the like there is way more fucking um there's lore or whatever no uh apolog like there are way oh, more apologists out there for that than I anticipated okay like there's just so many people that are like yeah well, the gameplay is great like I, the, if I heard one more person say the gameplay is great like it's not it's just not good. Objectively. Like I heard I heard people saying like, oh well there's like there's like a certain level of strat strategy. What strategy is there in like war alright, I'm It is literally like, the only Final Fantasy game that I'm aware of that it's impossible to get game over if you're paying attention. I think Brandon's own, but that's great. No, yeah, no, it's so it's so stupid. But whatever. It's people, so stupid. people are sheep will be sheep All right, I guess. Uh, you're well. Right, some of look, these, some of these kids like the, spent the, ten years the, waiting for this game. Well, in the scope of like modern games, like if I had to choose to play it or Star Tropics. Well, no, modern games. Like <laughs> I know that's the joke. Like if I had to play <laughs> it or Skyrim again, okay, I might choose Final Fantasy Fifteen over Skyrim. Okay, like because at least there's like a finite end. Like I, like I could platinum it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you could also platinum Skyrim. It will take you longer. I I don't know. Like I I think I would feel like better about my life choices <laughs> if if I played fifteen to platinum than if I played Skyrim to platinum. Okay. Or I would definitely play fifteen over Horizon Zero Dawn. Like have you played it? Like I played the demo. Like I had the demo. On. I platinumed it. So, I mean, is it? Would you play it? Which one would you play first? I play Final Fantasy Fifteen. Okay, then there we go. I mean, it's just. I mean, Horizon's not a bad game, but it's not my kind of game. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, at least it's. Something. It's not an RPG, I would say. So. At least it's something. It's something, right? I guess that's the only thing I could say. Like, and it's not unplayable. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why we're revisiting this. All right. You brought it up with the scar. I did. Joke. I'm just trying to talk about something. All right. Uh, <laughs> it'll hurt more if you do this. Pick another player. Lose one fortitude. Fuck it. So if we're doing a uh, listen liquor after this, what do you want to do it on? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> the top five games that are uh, not quite as good as Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sad. Oh, shit. We can play this for a while longer while we say uh, documentaries about ancient civilizations. Right. Lovely. Uh, purple. Purple, purple. All right. Sports knowledge. Oh fuck. Oh no, it was not. S N. No, fuck knowledge with a K- N. <laughs> wow. Oh, you dumbass. All right. Oh, uh, you dumbass. What friendly bug was known during the Middle Ages as the Beetle of Our Lady the Virgin? Ladybug? You can eat shit, you come back. It's literally in the fucking question. Sweet! Bullshit. I don't know which way that goes anymore. Alright. 
I'm gonna pop this. Here, I'll open it. All right, probably for the better. Roll. This has been aging about a year now, so it should be pretty good. Okay. What are you yellow? Yeah. Damn. Fucking cork. There we go. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Should have rolled it. Well, too late now. <laughs> I have the gain on the mic turned up so high they hear every last bit of this thing. Every time we slam a glass down on the table, they hear well, it. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best audio ever. Sucks to be them. Another one-star review coming right up. Oh, great. I love it. All right, Yellow. We got this scathing email about how our team needed to look more like salesmen and less like workers, right? Like, and then we had to go buy. That's when I ran into Target with the the, okay. the, the real cat food or whatever that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been going great. <laughs> and uh, we had to buy, uh, you know, like better clothes, right? Ugh. And we couldn't wear the shit they technically gave us when they onboarded us because that's what we were wearing. That's what I was wearing. The polo this, khakis. Yeah, polos, and they were like a deep blue, um, they were almost like cargo pants, but they were kind of whatever, but that's what they gave me when I started the position. So, let's, needless to say, it was kind of stupid that they were being so shitty about it, seeing as they gave me the clothes to wear, but whatever, I had to go spend hundreds of dollars on a new outfit, and the one thing that I couldn't wear was steel-toed boots. I would have had a special order, um... Steel Isn't that toed. a legal concern with uh, OSHA? Let me get to that. They would, they, they made like I could have special ordered, spent hundred dollars on like dress shoes with steel toes in them, but I ain't got that kind of dough, and they weren't going to reimburse me for it because I asked, and they were like, my immediate supervisor told me steel toes were not no longer a requirement. So the First thing I wanted to do my next day at work was going to the back of a food line and run an electric power jack right over my foot. Like it, I, I contemplated it as a serious thought for more than just a few minutes. Like I was like, I could go back there and I could just kind of step in the way while they're unloading a truck, just have that shit go right over my foot. Like yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's not gonna feel good, but. That's like a lifetime payout, bro. Yeah. And part of me still wants to do it because they're like, like the shoes I bought. I gotta buy new shoes, right? Because the ones I bought, they 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 rub the uh, like arch like the top of my foot the wrong way. Okay. So like my, it's very very uncomfortable. It sounds like they're the right size, but since they're since they're so stiff, right? Like since they're they're dress shoes, right? Like, they're, they're not meant to be worn and walked in and stood in all day. Now, the, the pair that I originally wanted would have been more comfortable, but, like, you know, like, men's style, like, your shoes have to be darker than your shirt or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, I'd never be able to wear these because I don't have, like, a... I don't have cream-colored shirts to wear every day of the week. Yeah. But I really like the shoes. It was really unfortunate. In and out of... Make sure you close the storm door. Hi, darling. How are you doing? Say hello to everybody. Hi, guys. I'm going to bed. Uh, can you take the, the baby with you? The baby's not in here. The baby's right there. It's right there. <laughs> what did you do to her? Why did you put her inside a tiny device? 
Well, I had to monitor her from a distance, so I felt the need to shrink her down and put her three feet away from me in a small screen, which I can monitor. Well, now she's squeaking. She must went out. Well, tough shit. Unless you're going to let her out. Hi, Nick. Hey. Your beard's getting very... It's very manly. Very vo- it's... voluminous. <laughs> Voluptuous is the word she wanted to say. It's it's been cut multiple times though. Voluptuous and and volume. It's too too different. Voluptuous implies a shapely form. Yeah. Does it? Voluminous. I thought it it meant fits a form. Like it fits form. Voluptuous? Yeah. There's a bug. Is that a bug? No, it's trash. Oh, I've never actually looked up the definition, but from. Define voluptuous. (laughs) This is great radio. Still voluptuous. It fits. <laughs> Define voluminous. That doesn't even work. Which, honestly, no offense, not really proud of the Final Fantasy VII show. Not your fault, though. I just think we missed a lot of discussion topics. and it's It was really still important. like an hour or something. It's a really important game, so I don't know. Like, it's, you can, it's, We can always revisit if you felt it was That's strong. true, but it, it, part of it is like my, my need to not have two-parters. Like, I hate when shows spend two, three, four episodes talking about one game. I think that's unnecessary. But at the same time... Well, we, what, what do you think we missed? And we can revisit that aspect. Not necessarily... It's been a while since I've listened to the episode, so I'd have to... I just... Like, there's only, like, a handful of shows that we've done that I'm really proud of. Like... Why did you have the volume on the monitor? So it wouldn't pick up on the mic. I guess I could, But I kept looking over at her. And, and you could, can hear Yes, so, but, uh, like, so, like, some of them are due to, like, whether we nailed, like, the audio levels and the quality sounded great, or whether the content's really funny and really good, like, some of them listen to, like, your episodes while the, the, uh, quality's not there, but the content's really good, like, I, I really enjoy the quality, uh, the content on Star Tropics is really good, I think, uh... Thanks, Skith. Uh... <laughs> The Fire Emblem Fates episode, I think, is really good because we all had really concise, informed opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there, there are just certain episodes that where you listen to it and it really clicks. Really. Things really powerful, right? Yes, they could, they could hear you fart right now. I have it turned up so high. Well, I was gonna say, should I go back upstairs? Cause I yes, because they will hear the urine leaving your body. Okay, I have well, this then, turned up so okay, high. Right then now. I need to go upstairs. And and then uh, feed you have a, let them in. Is there a fan? No. The, oh. It doesn't work. I turned that off. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. The one in the bathroom, yeah, that doesn't work because we live in a decrepit um, house okay. that lowers the property value of all homes surrounding it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the gutter out there is kind of fucked. Yeah, I had <laughs> Like, I was literally out there yesterday tying fishing baits to a. Like, to a to a rod to go fishing rather than fixing <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm like, not sure you're going to get your brother to fix it. I am. Like, he's going to when he actually comes over and does the thing. He did the still mo- I was going to say, is he still more the eye? Uh, you know, occasionally when he's not jacked up on heroin. Um, oh my god. <laughs> what? It's life. Shit happens. Look. Daryl Bowe's brother died of a heroin overdose two weeks back. No, my brother's been clean. Like I'm actually really proud of what he's doing. Oh, okay. Like, and is he, is it, are his teeth coming back in? Or no, that, that that'll never happen. Uh, like he'll never. Like the worst part about like his physical condition, though, 
is he used to be like you think I'm big. He used to be real big. Like they called him Big Boy for a reason. Okay. Like he's that he he, like, he was the side. He like well, it's good he lost some weight. He had the silhouette of the dude like that uh, that Polynesian dude Uh-oh. that did that cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Wow. Like he would they call him Big Boy for a reason. Like he was a big dude, and then like he got into hard drugs and lost all the weight. So now it's all like loose. Weight loss solved. Just get on some hard drugs. That's. That's, I know, that's, write that's the book. where I need to be at. But then what do you do about the flabby skin? Surgery. Surgery. What Dallas character's cowboy hat made it into the Smithsonian? Duke. The correct <laughs> answer is J.R. Ewing. I've never fucking seen this show. I don't give a fuck. Funny story about this character, Who's J.R.? Who's J.R.? Exactly. However, my father's name... Name is 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 someone so junior, and everyone called him Jr. At the about the time this episode came out was when we had that blizzard that uh, knocked out all the power in the area. So where I was staying at an aunt and uncle's house, we all were like it was like half the family was at the house because they had a wood stove and they had a small generator to power stuff like refrigerator and stuff. And here I am, I I was young, like young enough to be gullible. And everyone's walking around the house talking about who shot Jr. And my dad's name is name is Jr. And he's not at the house, so there was a good like three hours of young Brent freaking out because he had no idea what was happening. Damn, true that's story. Some, that's some shit. They eventually like help, like. Well, he showed up, and I was like, okay, it must be somebody else. Okay, but uh, yeah, no, that happened. Damn.
video game, dudes. Talk to me. This is James Diddy. Brunkaloo. The awesome video game enhancer for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Attach it to most of your video games. Double Dragon 3 or Super Mario Bros. 3. You can go to any level. Live forever. Jump higher. Make your own effects. And get radical firepower. <laughs> Go to any level, jump higher, stay bigger, live forever. Game Genie, the radical video game enhancer. Hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, have you seen Spider-Man yet? Yes. What'd you think of it? I thought it was awesome. All right, so I think I've said here on the show, because I think we did Guardians here on the show. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't talked a whole lot of Marvel movies on this show in particular for, like, off-topic stuff. But, like, um, like every Marvel movie is a like a genre film but with superheroes like ant-man was like a heist movie and like civil war was obviously like a spy thriller and that kind of thing and so yeah. like did you get like this was totally a john hughes movie right like am i not the, am i the only one that feels that way you mean like the part when he's running well the whole the backyard and there's a john, well, the there's whole, a john hughes movie playing in the background <laughs> well the whole movie feels like a john hughes movie right like like he, a, has, he has a ferris bueller feel to him yeah like, like, well, I mean, even him and his little band, like the his little his little uh, academic decathlon group, totally feels like the Breakfast Club. Even so much so that like the quote unquote MJ character like does all these alley sheedy things. So I don't know. Like I really fucking loved it. Like it was great. Um, now that you say that, like I definitely see it. Yeah. But I didn't like. I didn't consciously hit me. Like I saw like. You know, I, I got the whole part where he's running through the backyard, and then, like, Ferris Bueller runs to the backyard. Yeah. And they actually show Ferris Bueller runs to the backyard, you know? It's like, yeah. he's over the head with it. He's like, great <laughs> movie, and keeps running, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it was a mistake that the theme for their homecoming was the 80s. Like, and they played a ton, oh, yeah. and they played a ton of 80s music in the movie. So it totally felt like an 80s coming-of-age movie to me. So it was it was great. Um now, my other question, and by the way, I'm recording all this so I can put it on the uh, the drunken episode that I've got to cut up and need time to put on. But anyway, um, no, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, did you see the uh, the reveal about the girl coming? About, the girl. About, was her name Liz? About her dad being the vulture? Did you see that coming? No, I actually didn't. I mean, I can't, like, maybe not, like, I wouldn't say I didn't see it, but I don't know, like, I wasn't, like, surprised, but I was like, oh, nice. Well, I mean, it's, like, way to hide that behind all of our racisms, right? Like... I okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, I was like, okay, I should have, I should have guessed, like, with all, because everyone's, like, a different race. Flash like, oh. is, like, Indian and... Mary Jane, I don't know what she is. Well, then like, they they had different they had different last names for some reason. Like I I guess there's like something going on there or whatever. Because his last name was Tombs and hers obviously it wasn't. Like they said it at some some other point and her last name. Oh, wasn't did they? Too. Yeah, she's her name isn't Liz Tombs, or else like I would have because they said her last name at some point. Um, so I don't know what the deal is there, but uh, definitely. So like, I wasn't playing. I wasn't paying too close attention because I took my friends' kids, and like, well, watching them. 
Because, see, I try and catch all the little, like, I'm, I pay, I'm, like, hyper-vigilant in, like, a Marvel movie because I want to catch all, like, the <laughs> Easter eggs, right? Because I can't help myself. So, like, yeah. like uh, the principal is play is essentially playing uh, one of Cap's, like, buddies in his team in, like, the Captain America movie. Like, that actor was in that movie, and he's essentially playing his own grandson. Because I, I saw him the first time, and I was like, wait, wasn't no that... Wasn't that guy in Captain America? And then there's pictures, like World War One era pictures and medals on his shelf behind him when he's like telling Peter like he's a good kid and he's giving him detention or whatever. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's playing his own grandson. That's fucking nuts, man. Like, so Jeez, I, 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 yeah, that's way deeper than I. <laughs> well, and obviously uh, Donald Glover is playing. Uh, Miles Morales' yeah. uncle, like that was that was an easy one. Uh, there was. Uh, See, that's easy for you. I, I, I knew like uh, Donald Glover like was the whole thing. He wanted to be Spider Man, and like they created that Miles Morales character based off of him. No, they didn't. But I didn't Miles know. Morales has been alive. Yeah. The, Miles Morales was around long before Donald Glover wanted to be Spider Man, dog. No. Yeah. Miles I mean, Morales was like like his first issue was in what. 2005 I'd have to look that up but Miles Morales has been around a lot longer than Donald Donald Glover said anything about being in Spider-Man Doug so, I thought it was like 2009 2010 Miles Morales when is Miles Morales' first appearance let's see we, ultimate fallout August 2011 Miles yeah. Morales that's when he yeah uh, ultimate fallout number 4 yeah, I remember reading that. Wikipedia. Because he was on uh, Community, and I used to watch Community. Like, that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Let's see. And then I remember him, like, he was wanting to be Spider-Man. But now I see, like, I, I didn't, I, I forget about his uncle. Like, I didn't read that much, my, like, my, but now you say that his uncle, like, his uncle, the, uh, the criminal and everything. Like, I remember mm. Yeah, just Google yeah, no, because the story was... Yeah. And it was like 2010 or something, like, he was, like um, the new Spider-Man. Was, well, the, uh, they may be related, but... When the, when the uh, first, uh... Not the, the first reboot, who was that guy? Who, when was that? That was Andrew Garfield was... Oh, boy, that had like been for... 2012, 2013? Yeah. Yeah. But then he right. didn't get it or whatever, and then that's when... Uh, like, well, that'd be a good idea to have like a black Spider-Man. Well, they no, well, half, they 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 did. They made him half black, half, uh, half uh, whatever. Um, but no, that so like that was a thing uh, that was in there. Um, what That's else? Awesome. I didn't think I didn't think about that. Now that now you say that, it's like oh my god. And like so, there's uh, like so the 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 movie plays a lot on uh. Like Iron Man's like this weird fathership relationship, he's fatherhood relationship, father figure relationship he has with Peter Parker, or Spider Man, or whatever, right? He's like the Uncle Ben. Um, yes and no, because he doesn't he doesn't die. Um, and I'm first off, I'll just go on record saying glad we didn't need a, a, a origin story in this one, but I will say that um, I don't know if you caught this. But it it like there are definite correlations between this mo- the beats in this movie, and in the first Iron Man movie. Um, 
and Spider-Man makes different choices in both of them. So, like, the movie starts with somebody, like, somebody, you know, freaking out over Tony Stark, right? But this time it's our POV character instead of a, a military guy in the back of a Humvee, right? Like, um, so it, it starts on that same beat where it's, he's in a car with with Tony Stark and they're doing the whole thing. And where does the first Iron Man movie end? Do you remember? The press conference. Thing. The press conference. Then, yeah, when he says, I'm Iron Man. Where he reveals himself as Iron Man. And this movie ends with Tony saying, here, here's a pref- here, be me. Like, you have now earned your the right to be me, to go out and be a celebrity superhero. And Spider-Man walks away. He says away, no. And he walks away yeah. from it instead of following the same footsteps. So I thought that was, that was, um, was cool. So, uh. He made the more, he made the more, um. Adult choice. Or, yeah. or not, I, maybe not adult, um, isn't the right word, um. The better choice for himself. Like, he didn't put himself out there. He can go live his life still and not be like I, Spider-Man. Yeah, it was, it was a more mature choice and it was like, yeah, uh, mature, like, yeah. uh, what, humility, like, it was, it was, uh, it, he showed, displayed humility where, like, you know, he doesn't need to be a celebrity, right? Like, he was, uh. Right. Yeah. He's so. happy where he's at. So that was all good. Um, Tom Holland. I like the I like I like, I like the whole best friend dynamic too. Like the guy yeah, in the chair. The guy like, in the that chair. Was that was really good. Um, Tom Holland. I think the, this kid did it. Well, he's not a kid. Well, I guess to us, he's still kind of a kid, right? But um, well, he did a oh, great yeah, job. Like, like that scene in the car ride to Homecoming, like with him and Michael Keaton. Like that's yeah. why you get Michael like, Keaton. Because Michael Keaton's a yes. badass, and like he can go from being funny and jovial and like this this confident, boisterous guy to this menacing, menacing villain, and that car ride was intense. Like it's a Spider-Man yeah. movie. I know he's gonna be okay, but I was legitimately worried for him, and I didn't know why. <laughs> like I was into that moment because it was that fucking intense, man. Where this cat but is just played... go for it. I like like how I like how. Like he, how he played that character, like he's bad, but he's not like ultimate evil. Like he could have, like, like he said at the end, he could if he wanted Spider Man dead, he could have him dead. Yeah. But you know, he respects him. I think. Yeah. He did. Yeah, because he he saved his daughter and he saved his life. So I mean, he yeah. probably he's probably gonna hold a grudge for like fucking with his business or whatever. But like at the same time, like, but I don't know. Like he's probably one of my favorite like villain character characters in like the MCU at this point. Like, uh, yeah, and I like how like they had the tinkerer and, um, shocker and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was cool too. Huh? Yeah. His whole crew. They, they can do a whole, they can do a whole sinister six now. Like with that crew based on the, how they brought the alien technology and like kind of like we did all together. Definitely. Like, Definitely. like that's, this is what, this is why Sony's like, yeah, okay. You can have, Spider- like you can do the Spider-Man movie. This whole other attempt sucks. My my biggest complaint about the movie, and this is these are kind of nitpicky points. Like, no, we didn't need an origin story, but there are certain like I did not care for the the this Michelle character being quote unquote MJ. They didn't have to give her the nickname MJ. Like that would they she could have just been a character. She could have filled the role of MJ without them giving her. The nickname MJ, because it, it, she's because the uh, 
the director said, like, yes, she's MJ, but she's not Mary Jane. Well, obviously, I get that. But, like... Oh, he said that? Yes. So, I mean, but but that doesn't mean that Mary Jane's... I don't think Mary Jane's coming in at all, is what I'm saying. Like, she's supposed to fill the MJ role or whatever. But they don't... They didn't need to give her the nickname. She could have just been Michelle. Like, that didn't need to be a thing. Um, Because to me, like, MJ... And and Gwen Stacy, um, like these 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 love interests in Peter's life are such a huge point in all of the Spider-Man arcs, whether it be uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, whatever. Um, they're they're huge huge points in his life, and like to 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 kind of fuck with those, like I don't know, like maybe it's because like like. Mary Jane's totally bangable. Like, I don't want you fucking with that that stereotype, right? Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I got a thing for redheads. Who knows? But, yeah. like, I, don't, I that rubbed me the wrong way. And point number two, and, like, man. And I hate people who talk like this. Because the uproar on the internet over this fucking female uh, Doctor Who thing has gotten me so mad because I don't understand why anybody gives a fuck that it's a female doctor now. I don't get it. Um, but the you, you do get it though. No, I really don't. I really don't care. Like if she if she's good at it, because people, people are because people are still uh, sexist and racist. They, well, that's true. Well, like I, I mean, I live in the South. I'm used to these things. I just don't understand like, why it's a want, problem. Like because people want pretending that that they don't care, but they really they really are racist. They really. Yeah, you know, and that's true. And like, I, I don't get my thing is like, how can you judge that it's going to be the worst thing ever before seeing her do it? Like, and that's the thing with the doctor anyway is like, it's always changing. So why care that it's going to be a female for two, three seasons? Let it go. Like, she'll die well, and regenerate is, and come back as another thing. Yeah. Like, that's gonna. It's this the is the, this is like the thing like our culture has like it's a while for older. Are the older generation to because they're used to like white male, like James Bond has to be a white male, can't be a black guy. No, Iris Elba yeah. would be the best fucking James Bond ever. Right, and like people, like those people, have to die off before it's gonna be okay. Where gender roles are not a big like, it like doesn't have to be a man, has to doesn't have to be a white man. Him, it can be anything. Him as and the like, him as, new generation come. Him as the, the gun- new generation come up, yeah. Him as the, yeah, gunsling- the gunslinger. gunslinger in the Dark Tower has me so jazzed. Like, I need that movie to be good. But, like, back to, like, my point being that, um, like, I could sense the the social justice warrioring all over this movie. Like, there was a concerted, blatant attempt to make the cast of characters more diverse. And I get that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's totally cool, I mean, right? Well- like, that's totally cool when, um, because, like, Spider-Man is just full of just white people. Like, there's just so many fucking white people. I get that. Um, but, at the same time, like, when I could start playing Social Justice Warrior Bingo in your movie, like, that means you're trying too hard. Like, you're really trying too hard. When I'm like, alright, like, spot the gay kid, did it, um... <laughs> spot the spot the interracial couple did it. Spot spot the uh, you know people of other other origins that aren't black or white did it. <laughs> like I mean, like come on, like there there at this point. All right, 
When there's only two or three white people in your entire high school, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. It's just not... I don't believe it. Right. Like, and, and in Queens at that, like, not... Like, there should be way more Italian-Americans, way more, like, <laughs> like, I mean... African-American. I mean, African-Americans, like, if this had been, like, if you, if you told me Spider-Man was in, like, San Francisco or someplace like that, I'm like, yes, much higher concentration of, of Asian ethnicities and everything. Like, I'm down, right? But I wasn't buying it. I wasn't buying it. <clears throat> so... In well, maybe just maybe that maybe that's like their ideal or something. No, and that's fine. Like I di- I don't think it dampered the movie, but about I would say about an hour and a half in, I could just I could just see it everywhere. I couldn't not see it at that point. It was so it was so in my face, and it didn't make but me I uncomfortable. Think... It was just like, come on, guys, you're trying too hard. Like. Yeah, but honestly, I think we see it, but, like, kids, they don't, I don't think they no, see it. they probably won't. That's and it, no, and, and, that, and that's, that's, that's a way of changing to make that the new normal. And that's great. It doesn't have that, to be. That's that, great. That's what I think they're trying to do. So, you know. And everyone did yeah. the right, like, the best in their parts. Like, if anybody was kind of shitty, then I probably would have more of an issue. And that's why I said these are nitpicky issues. Like, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. it just, it just, like, there was, there was a moment, because, all right, you already pointed out. Like, you hit a twist behind my racism, all right? Like, you did it, all right? So now, <laughs> now I feel like you're pointing fingers at me at this point. Like, I feel terrible because I didn't see it coming because, well, she obviously can't be Michael Keaton's uh, daughter. That wouldn't, that's, that's just un-American. No, that's not. Um, my wife did see it coming, and she was all, like, she spent the next 15 minutes in the theater, like, jumping up and down because she saw a twist coming that I didn't. So, good for her. <laughs> so. Um, I like I liked that. I like that. So, no. That was awesome. That's, that's, it's like one of those things where you don't, you can't really, everyone knows all the story of Spider-Man to have a twist like that. Like, that's good. Like, they did a good job. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know, like, it's probably, just real quick, like, if you were to name your top five, um, MCU movies at this point, what would they be from five to one? Oh man, I'm really, really biased. Probably like uh, Logan. Um, Number five. I love Logan. Okay. Uh, probably Avengers. Okay. First Iron Man. Okay. Top two. Huh? So I said, what are your top two then? Probably Logan in Avengers. Logan like, Avengers. I'm All right. Such a, I'm D- such a huge. I'm such a huge Wolverine fan. Like I'm so biased. Like I loved it. even like the crappy Wolverine one. I still loved it because it was he still like the way he plays Wolverine. This is how I feel like he should be. He's fundamentally even changed in, the character, like <laughs> in just in general. Like I think his portrayal of it has affected it and the comic yes. books as well like it's it's just it's 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 a perfect match like ryan reynolds says deadpool like it's just one of those yes um and uh yep. robert downey jr is tony stark like there's just there's like there are castings in the mcu that that irreversibly like change the nature of a character and that's um that's definitely one of them um i would say the same thing for uh star lord but 
to be honest, Peter Quill's character pre-Guardians movie was kind of shitty. It's the reason I never read Guardians, because I thought all those characters, like, were fuck they fucking sucked. <laughs> like, no, he made, yeah, he made Peter Quill a good character. Because Peter, Peter Quill before then, he, he wasn't, made, like, a quippy, like, dude. He was just an asshole. Like, he's like, my dad's important, and I want to be a Star Ranger dude thing, and that's what I'm going to do. He was, he was just a dude. He was a dude. On, like... Like, like he was just like a, a C or D character. Like you could throw him in or out. You know, he's part of the Guardians, but no one really knew what the Guardians were until they like made it their own thing. And like Groot was like a it was like a Guardians villain. He wasn't actually like he wasn't a Guardian for a long time. It was uh, whatever. All right. Um. So <laughs> I guess like the question is, does this make your top five MCU movies? Uh, I have to think about that. Probably, I would say it. 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 it I mean, does this is the best. I mean, it was the best Spider-Man. Like, that could, like it was everything Spider-Man I wanted. He wasn't like, you know, like it wasn't too over the top. It was like perfect. Like they hit it like a good perfect like, middle ground. Yeah, it wasn't no. too over the top. Uh-huh. It wasn't too cheesy. It wasn't like freaking the Spider-Man three like jazz singing like you know? <laughs> like it was. It was like right there. Yeah, so I mean, for me, like, I want to watch it again. I probably will watch it again when it, you know, when I can buy it. I will buy it and watch it a lot. So, because I mean, for me, like, it's I mean, the, the first Avengers movie, the first Guardians movie, the Spider Man movie. Uh, I mean, they're all up there as far as um, you know, just MCU greatness. Like, I I would say the first Iron Man movie, but I've went back and watched it recently. It's still fun, but I have more fun watching it. It's like, oh, this is where it all started. Oh, the first Captain America movie is so fucking great. Winter Soldier is amazing, too. But I'm a huge uh, Captain America fan. Oh, like, I'll say Deadpool's my top five, too. I forget. Like, like, ultimate, like the ultimate Cap stuff, where it's like uh, Cap versus like uh, Captain America versus like Vietnam Captain America. Oh, God, it's, it's brutal. It's savage shit. But anyway, um, Thanks for talking about Spider-Man with me. I uh, appreciate yeah. it. All right.
beyond the edge of reality lies a story of ultimate conquest, a story of war and friendship, a story of a love that can never be, and a hatred that always was. And now, the most anticipated epic adventure of the year will never come to a theater near you. Final Fantasy VII. God, I hate talking about, like, show. Give us money. See the play. Shit on the show. And, like, I really do hate asking for money, but as a person whose personal... Well, the thing is, your personal finances are tied into the whole thing. If it was, and, and it's changed since I started the show, and I don't want to quit the show because my personal finances have changed since I started the show. So, and the Amazon thing has sort of died off. Like our biggest hits are when, honestly, when when um, Josh has ordered like uh, like these auto parts online. Like he's ordered like a lot of stuff for his car online. Okay. Those are like our biggest hits. We've had a few intermittent, and I know there's quite a few people listening to the show, more so than, than actually talk to us. Um, We're still lower 3,000s, or have you gone up from that? I, I don't want to know. That's not something I'm comfortable actually talking about. But, like, we need... It was need a it. fucking matter. So, but Alex, um, Susan, um, Susan X... Skithex? Susan X. Um, <laughs> Skithrax? Uh, Sarandon X. Susan Sarandon? Um, That's uh, what we're going to call him now, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that would be great. Um, hey, Susan. Uh, Hope you're listening to this episode. But he recommended us actually, um, like, having people, like, sponsor particular episodes. Like, they could essentially, I don't like to phrase it this way, but they could buy... Um, Ad time? Well, no. They could buy the game. So, like... They would give us a flat determined amount of money for season three and forward, and they would tell us what game to play. Oh, okay. So, like, this review of Buttfuckers 13 is brought to you by Asswipe 27. And that's a terrible way to phrase the person that would be giving us real life money <laughs> to review a game. That they would hopefully provide for us to review. Yeah, sure, since we don't ever emulate anything and do anything that way. Um, so what there's, what he's saying is essentially that someone pays us 20 bucks, yeah, and they're like, they I want you to review it. this game. Yeah. That's that's one option that I want to throw by you. I mean, we, like, I know. I mean, I'm open to whoring yourselves out if I that's know. what you want to do. I know, and I really don't want to. Like, I've even taken to putting the little Amazon ad stinger that I've made and putting it, like, even behind, like, the outro clip that I put where you can visit our website. Like, I've even put it to, like, the last, like, 30 seconds of the show. So, that's like, bad. People usually cut off before that. I know, movie. and that's why I put it there. Cause you I should put it like, first. I know. First what? thing. You as soon as the episode's done, like, Amazon. Amazon, go. You don't understand go there, Amazon. I am poor asking for money but then again like, I understand this but he did bring up a valid point in the Amazon thing like some there are people that are want to donate directly without having to spend money on Amazon like I like the Amazon thing because most it's, people it's less you're donating it's more you're, you're buying what you want and we kind of get a cut of it we kind of get a cut of it but there are going to be people that aren't really buying anything that would like to give us something okay now Again, besides the butt fucking with a one star besides, review, besides the butt fucking with a one star review, 
And again, I don't. I like. I, I feel we so, could just do a Patreon, dude. We could, and that's something I wanted to ask your like because you feel less less opposed, like because I I honestly I think so your wrong. your issue is that you're viewing this as a hobby when we are providing a service. Technically, I get, I get that. If you're providing a service, then but you I should expect like, some like we're, compensation. But, and I honestly, I feel like we're just getting. And, and this sounds cheesy and dumb, but we're just like gaining friends. Like m- most of the people listen to the show. Well, not most, because they're obviously eight, way more. All people. eight of them that listen to the show. Yes, I know. <laughs> but, like I feel like the people that are commenting and talking on the Discord are the yeah. only, the people that we have gotten to interact with us outside of just listening to the show are the only ones that are really going to contribute. And like we already ask a lot of those people. Like the people listen the every week. The, li- the people or every two weeks. Well, the people in the Discord already listen. They already when we did the Amazon thing, I think most of them contributed. Like they went and bought something on Amazon like, okay. right away. They might not have like continued through with that. And, yeah. Like they talk to us like almost daily. Yeah. So like I feel like when we ask, for I, I've things, even played games with some of them. I know, and I feel like when we ask for these things, it's only really going to be those people that are already taking that step to interact with us that are going to give us, mm-hmm. like, that are going to take that extra step and contribute to the show. Okay. I might be wrong in that. Well, Brent, you're, you're having these reservations, but ultimately it's their decision. If they would like to contribute, they will contribute. If not, you're, we're not forcing their hand. That's true. That's true. It would be one thing to be like, hey, we have this option. If you can afford it and, you, and you're like, yeah, I'll support you guys, great. It's another thing when to be I like, go to their house, I, like, I'm going to shoot your fucking bitch ass unless you give me five I bucks every episode. But I also don't want to seem like you can just buy your way into guesting on an episode either. Well, that's already free. I get that. If you do a Patreon, you have these tiers of things you can offer. Just don't offer guesting as the tier. That's problem solved, man. Yeah, I guess. And, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's and like- honestly... Guesting on the show, I would not pay any money for if that I was somebody true. listening to this. I'd that's be like, true, but there, but, to be fair, I think there are people that would, and that's the part that makes me uncomfortable, right? Okay, is the the fact that some there are some people like, sure, I'd pay fifteen dollars to come talk with Brent and Nick about my fr- what I would. What I would do is say you provide X amount of money or whatever number we want to do you pick the game we will your favorite game or whatever we will play it and then talk with you about it and another thing like that i kind of wanted to bring up with you um and this is probably not the best forum for it but again we'll probably have an edited versus unedited version of what's happening right now i'm i'm all about openness and sharing of information and knowledge sure 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 and i love everyone that's come on and talked to us like i think the interaction's great but it, it, it introduces such an unknown quality to what we do. Yeah. And I hate that because since you and whoever's with us is on the same channel, and, well... Well, I'm, I'm hoping same, to invest in a proper mic eventually. Well, we're all in the same boat, right? So, like, I hate the idea of we promised someone they could come talk to us with us about a thing and then like afterwards I've got this raw audio footage and I'm like this is all garbage and I have to spend two hours sort of making it sound like less garbage all because we just didn't set hard lines to what we're doing okay 
to create a better final product. So essentially you're saying we have no standards and we're letting any motherfucker that wants to talk, talk. That's true. And we're also not, like, we're also sort of at the same time, like, letting our own shit go. Because if I'm editing a show and I go, okay, the episode with X sounded like this, and that's probably, like, our worst sounding episode because they're talking to us through a shoebox. Um, this is, this is... Comparatively, this ain't too half bad. And I let that go, and then I listen to it later after the fact, and I'm like, oh, this is really garbage compared to our competitors. And this is something that is uniquely a season two problem, and I can't pinpoint why, but season one, I felt like we did the best with what we had, and I'm not really... Not I also proud. have a different headset. And I'm not really not proud of any of those episodes quality-wise because I knew I was doing the best with what I had. But season two, I don't necessarily know I'm doing the best with what I have because I'm not drawing the same lines in the sand. Okay. Like season one, if somebody had said, I want to I want a guest on a show, and they came in there like, I'd be like, yeah, we're not doing this. You always screen people beforehand. I could say, but I don't show me your setup. I, I can do it. Let me know. Let me know who you wanted to guest and say but meet the, me. Meet them in the Discord channel. To you, I think you have a lower standard for it than I would. I have a lower standard on a lot of things. And that's true. That's true, including it's like we're, we'll be playing games, and I'll be like, I I can see some good points in this, and you're like, this is absolute garbage, like Brain Lord. Speaking of which, how did that ever happen? I really want to talk with you about this. Like, when we sat down to do this show, I don't think that was how we thought that was going to go in our heads. With the, I'd be the forgiving one? You'd be the hard ass? I would be the crotchety one. Like, because in real life, I don't think I'm the crotchety one. No. <laughs> even even on our, our lovely vacation to Oklahoma, you were the... I was the sourpuss. And, and I was the one that stayed in the room. But that was, that was due to immense mouth pain. Yes. Let's be fair. Uh, Oral inhibition. But in, 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 inhibited? Like, every time I'm, I'm re-listening to a show and I'm editing it and putting it together, nothing to me stands out more than when I'm like, oh, this is just garbage. And I'm like, yeah, well, this. I'm like, fuck Nick. <laughs> just, just he can take it and shove it up his rectum because once upon a time... I would. I was the one going. You know what? It's really okay because I had fun. And you were like, "No, it's just bad game design. Why would you ever do that?" And now we're at a point where I don't know. It's just funny to me. I don't really have a problem. I gave Star Tropics a literal one flat across the I, board. Well, I think our scores were pretty similar on Star Tropics. Everybody's scores were similar on Scar Tropics. And and here's, like, again, more inside baseball. Like, when we're sitting down recording a show, I don't sit down with a preconceived notion as to really um, how the score is going to settle. Like, I don't have a score in mind when I sit down to record. Me neither. It's what it is when I talk about it. It's, like, how I feel about when we're talking about it. And, like, there are points to a game that I feel like need to be addressed in general and if you come across saying, if like you, you come out the gate saying X is bad, then I try and follow up 
with to bring up the points of Y and Z about how Y and Z are okay and Y and Z are fun. And sometimes I feel like whether you're doing it on purpose or not, I feel like that happens conversely too, where I'm like, no, Z is garbage. And you'll just instinctively go, well, yeah, but there's X and Y. And it comes across a lot of times where, you know, sometimes you end up being sounding more like a defender than me, but that's maybe because I talked first or just because I like to talk. And I think that's, that's... I think, you know, what it may be is that we have we both have a natural inclination to play devil's advocate. That's true. That's true. And I think that's also what also makes us a good pair. Aside from, like, God, I wish Glenn could have just hung in. Because that the di- fucking bitch. I know, but the dichotomy we had. I don't know if I could have taken more two star fucking story reviews. I but, <laughs> but the dichot the dichotomy of those opinions you cannot say it, was was where we needed to be. Yeah, and that's why we brought in guests. And like we pointed out on the Star Trek review, sometimes there is a need for guests to reiterate what we've said. For the fear of stepping on our toes or hurting mm-hmm. our feelings or whatever it has. And that's mostly because I don't think we think it possible for anyone to hold us in a higher regard than we hold ourselves. And not necessarily. I mean, I hold myself in a pretty high regard, and I think you do as well. But, like, well, I think we both personally, don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of me. No, that's right. And me either. And that's when people were like, yeah, I kind of agree with you when they might not. Or, um,. Like just because, and that's we, unfortunate because it would make for better conversation, not or, not an argument. I do, I highly doubt we would argue with people, but I would say it would make for better, not as much of a debate, but just a conversation on the reviews. If people were more earnest with themselves and representing themselves with without and, fear of reprisal, because there will not be any reprisal. And to be honest, we play a lot of these games. Like if we were just to play these at our normal pace, there's no way. We would play as many of these games as we do. No. We really push it when it comes to a deadline. And we might, when we sit down to review, at least me, in my mind, I'm like, all right, we need to be between an hour and two hours. Yeah. That's two hours is our cap, one hour is our minimum uh, for a review show. And I might not think to bring up all the points. And that happens a lot when I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm reviewing. I'm putting together a show, I say, I can't believe I didn't think to bring up X. Yeah. Or and that's because I'm in the heat of the moment, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to whoever else, and I'm I'm kind of bouncing off of what you guys are saying because yeah. I'm I'm trying to pay attention to what I'm hearing, what uh, what I'm thinking of the moment, where are we at on time, because I have a kid I have to pick up from my parents who my parents aren't afraid to tell me we're old, you need to get here sooner kind of shit. So, like, I got a bunch of stuff going on and I am more or less the primary sort of steerer of that ship and I'm not always where I need to be in a... uh, these are the, yourself the 72 points okay. I wanted to hit in a, in a given show. And afterwards, I always think of like three or four things that I didn't say. Yeah. And all that can be fixed with, you know, with doing notes and whatever. But I hate every time I've sat down to record a show with notes, 
it's always because I'm not good at the transition. Okay. So it's always... I struggle with the Star Tropics because I had everything written down, but it wasn't in order, and that's my fault. I'm like, well, I'm ready to I'm like... If, uh, if it's in order, it's like you feel like you're bringing the show back to a previous discussion point mm-hmm. 30 minutes down the road because you're like, yeah, A, but B. Yeah. And like you keep, like you feel like you're disrupting the flow of conversation. Yeah. I don't know if it necessarily makes a better show. So it. Well, I think it's almost impossible to. To cover. Categor- like to make everything categorically relevant at that particular time. Only because there's three, two to three people making comments. And you may not remember something or think of something until I say it, maybe like off as an offhand comment, reference something, and then there's that spark in your brain that's like, shit, I forgot to mention that thing before. And I feel like that would be an okay thing to bring up at that point in time. Yes, but that kind of brings me back to my original point. Whereas I feel like maybe in season three. We should do even less guesting because when it's the two of Isn't us. Isn't this season three? No, we're in season two. I'm uh, pretty sure we're in season three, man. Are we? Fuck, are because, we in season three? Yeah, season one was the Glenn mishap. Season two was Breath of Breath Fire. Fire. So, season. Season, so maybe in season four we do even less guesting, but we put more of an emphasis on people putting their opinions in Discord or in emails or whatever because when it's just me and you. We, I feel like we hit more of those points because yeah. we don't have to spend time on a third person reiterating what we've said. Mm-hmm. And I feel like both of us subconsciously are like, okay, we've hit all the points in gameplay in 15 minutes. Oh, right. There's this other thing I didn't think about. And then one of us will bring it up and we spend that sort of allocated amount of time in each section that we review. So maybe it's just something we consider when we get to season four, maybe, is, again, everyone, you know, there's certain people that we might let, but we might just say across the board. Well, if we definitely do the Patreon thing, there should be a tier that says... You can you can suggest a game beyond an episode, or even suggest suggest an off-topic episode and be on it. I'm not again. I'm not like because to me this is a catharsis. This is a hobby, and I don't want. You can always profit off your hobbies as well. That's true. And speaking of which, something off mic. I've seriously been considering like opening my own custom uh, soft plastic like fishing bait company because I've been doing a lot of research into how that works, and I really think I could excel at it. But, um... Like, fabricate your own Yeah, because you can buy molds. Like, the process of making molds, I think you could do. And the, the, the cost to, the like, the markup ratio and then are so high. Okay. And, like, I have, an, I have enough experience in uh, independent, like, selling of, like, uh... Well, not that, but you have actually actual fishing experience, so you know what yeah, would probably yeah, work so better that, or whatever. That's something, that's something outside of this, but, okay. um, like I, I, I say, just, whatever you go for it. I you, just you only have one life to live. So that's, if you that's true. That's true. If you think you can make something well, happen, even if even like it's just supplemental income kind of thing, like something I could do. Well, do you think you would enjoy the process? Absolutely. Like the then uh, what's the, holding you back? Uh, the startup. The startup cost. Well, how much and, you need? Well, that's something that again. That's not that's not the conversation we're having. 
Um, All right, man. Uh, what I'm saying. I'm going to be straight up. I was half tempted to give you Kingdom Death because I feel like you may enjoy it more than I would. Well, I think if like if you let me at least like locate it here, I could set up a rig that we could play remotely. But that's yeah. again another story. Um, I think I'm pretty that, loose with money. <laughs> that's true. You're pretty loose as far as your asshole is concerned. That as well. It's also um, also my dick hole. Don't forget that. Won't the rebar? We'll do that. Um, oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> As far as the show is concerned, like, I don't think that I would ever feel comfortable, like, on the, in the green on the show, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I would like making rather, profit? Yes. Like, I would feel like everything that we gain from people contributing, donating, doing whatever, would have to go back into the show. Whether that be buying you a new mic, or upgrading my mixer board doing more getting us more mics so that these yeah. live in studio like lavalier mics so that this would sound better when we did stuff like because right yeah. now they're picking up everything that's happening in this yeah. room like it's going to be 90 percent echo and i can't really can't really help it i can't help it like the only other way would it be bring another mic down here make sure that you're 100 percent of the time at the perfect distance from that mic I can't even do that when we're listening when we record an actual episode because anyone can ask Nick when I talk I just I gesticulate like I move I when I'm talking so sometimes I'm this far from the mic sometimes I'm this far from the mic mm-hmm. and I understand that's a certain level and then fuck when I have a mic and it's held in my hand I'm like deep throwing it and then not deep throwing it and then it's on the floor and then it's in the air. And you're like Nick talking to the mic. I'm like, fucking need it. My balls suck dick. And then you're like, just fucking stop. Just quit it. So I understand that like that's a certain level of understanding the medium of professionalism is maintaining a blah, 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 blah. But that's just like, I feel like the minute we start to compromise our personal. um, I have none. So well, you feel our, you do what feels well, the minute right we to compromise you. our personal characteristics, like the stuff that makes us be who we are in a natural setting like this, like we start to affect what we're what's coming out of our mouth. Because if you're focusing on maintaining a certain distance from the microphone, you're not you might not think to say the same witty or obscene comment that you did if you weren't focusing on maintaining yeah, a five okay. inch. You see what I'm saying? I understand that, yeah. And that's always what I thought we brought to what we do is who we are. Yeah. Right? Like, so. For better or for worse? For better or for worse. And some people are going to be into it, some people aren't. As we've noticed, not very many people are into it. Well, no, I think we do okay. I really, like, we've exceeded what I thought we would do. Me too. I thought we would not get anybody listening to our asses. And, and, and then we met some cool people, made some have, friends. And we have met cool people. We've made friends based on like just our pure social interactions and openness to people that want to talk to us. Yeah, right? like we're almost. And that will never not be a thing. Like we could, we could somehow miraculously get like twenty billion people to listen to this shit. And anybody that wants to talk to me, I would be more than happy. We're two and a half years thought. into this thing, and I think we're both. Still, whether it be me informing you or what have it, I still think we're aware of what's happening around us, the people that are listening to us, and I can't say that's true 
for other people that we would consider our quote-unquote competition because I think that's not a right term you use. Quote, uh, like contemporaries, would that be better? Yeah, contemporaries. Because I think... I hope they're not picking up this fucking gnat or whatever the fuck is flying around here. I hope they are, because it's it's all it, like we're real, man. We're we're the we're the jackass of fucking RPG niche genre. We're, we're the fucking the RPG show, all right. Real <laughs> like, pretty girls, I, bitches. I, I, I real I I love so much that we are so like uh, it's almost condescending and so much it's like so self-aggrandizing. Like, the title of our show is VR. Dude, every time I hear that dude, I can't remember his fucking name, who voices Jillian C. Oh, he's like, uh, Jeff Lippetton. Li- yeah, he's like, you're I listening to... his book, it's over there somewhere. He has a book? Yeah, about voice acting. I wanted... I've, I've always considered voice acting. Is that, like, how to get into the medium, or...? Yes, it's a lot of advice about okay. how to talk to the camera. Oh, uh, fuck, I'm done, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of advice about how to talk to the microphone... Like tips and like creating characters and okay. like I haven't read it as much as I want. Like I read a few chapters and like most what I took out of it was stuff to help my my tabletop shit. Okay, like how to make better characters and. Uh, I mean, that's the good thing about knowledge, though. It's applicable on many forms. Yeah. Like, because in in. 100% honesty, I've had the people that I do um, D&D with, like my players, tell me they've started talking in the voice of NPCs that I've made up for the campaign, like during work or actual social situations. Okay. So they've it's made it a part of their vernacular, and that's when I know I've succeeded in making a memorable character. Yeah. When they've started, they've been at work and said something. Okay. In a way in which a character in my campaign would say it, and that to me is no better compliment. Yeah. Really. I'm like... That's fucking it. fantastic, man. I did it, man. So, like, I've—is I, there anything I've learned about myself? It's that I cannot, uh, like, modify my vocal patterns in any meaningful way. So I will always sound like the way that I sound. Like Nicole's really good at accents and like mimicking people's voices and I shit. Do and I'm like, "Good day, Governor," and that's about all I got. <laughs> all of mine has to do with like the iteration, repetition, and sort of like. Um, like intellect level, okay. Like, like I can't do accents. Like I try not to do accents, but it has to do with like the speed of speech, okay. Um, like the gravel, like because that's the only metric I can do an accent really is how much is this and yeah. how much is this and okay. Like that's that's about it. And uh, so, it's more like a pitch thing, though. I think. Yeah, I think it? that's about it. Um, but. Dude, for some reason, I keep seeing a fucking door right there, and I keep looking at it. I'm like, is that door closed? I'm like, there's no door there. Anyway. Wow, Nick. Get your shit together. But, uh, like... I've also been having to pee like a fucking racehorse for the last 20 minutes, but I'm well, just... We're go going on a rant. So, I mean, it just feels like sometimes... Uh, like, my... my uh, And, like, that's another show I want to make, because I've been talking to Brittany about, like, other shows I would like to make. They're like one mic shows and like ten minute episodes where like I give, like I want to do one where it's just like a like a like a vlog but like an audio blog, okay. right, where I just kind of just talk to a microphone for ten minutes and post that as individual episodes. And another one I like I really want to do my own, um, 
dungeon mastering advice okay. series because I think I have different opinions than a lot of what I listen to and watch on a regular basis. Because yeah. again, toddler, she likes certain things to be on the TV. Even if she's not watching it, let's say she's in like, because like I have like a walk-in kitchen dining room deal for those people that don't understand. Like she might be in the floor of the kitchen stacking blocks, but if I turn off her favorite TV show, she comes in there crying and melting, whether she's watching it or not. So sometimes I just have it playing. So she's mute. like you with the background noise. Yeah. So sometimes I just have it on mute. Like she's not actively paying attention to it, so that's why I don't worry about her getting too much screen time because she's not actively paying attention to it. But it's sort of like a background mechanism, and the same. I feel the same way. So when I'm doing something that's mindless, I need something that's just. I just constantly need something on that second channel. Okay. Whether that be music or TV or whatever. So sometimes it's her favorite TV show. Sometimes I put her on like kid friendly music or whatever. So. <laughs> my kids are fucked. So when, <laughs> well, that's why I have my iPad, and my phone. Like I watch, I end up watching a lot of stuff on uh, YouTube and listening to a lot of stuff on you know like a lot of podcasts and stuff. Like it's just sort of separate from what she's doing when I'm not playing with her. Yeah. When she's doing her independent sort of thing, she got to let them have a certain level of independence. Yeah. To learn to entertain themselves, so when I'm doing that, it's a lot of you know listening to or watching game reviews, listening to or watching a lot of stuff on DMing, a lot of stuff on actually fishing, um, just whatever my hobbies are, and. When I watch these videos or listen to these podcasts about um, being a dungeon master and doing things in tabletop uh, sort of environment, I feel like I have a different opinion to them. So part of me wants to do just like a limited series, maybe 15 to 20 episodes of how I do it, because I feel like how I do it is different than a lot of people. Okay. You're more of a fly by the seat of the pants as opposed to strict... But structure. Well, well, I have what like, walls in place of um, this when I when I do. All right, so play is very loose and uh, improvised, but the uh, world creation, character creation process is very sort of in a line. Like okay. you have to go down this channel to reach the lake, kind of thing. Like. Once you reach the lake, everything's good. You kind of play in this area that I, the sandbox that I've created, but like you have to follow, you know, the certain path to get there. The characters have a destiny they may or may not be aware of. Well, not necessarily that, but you can't come at me with shitty ideas, and that might be a problem. That might be a I have a shitty role player's idea uh, thing, but sometimes I have people come to me when I run a session, and they're like this is my character concept and I'm like that's amazing and I make that part of my world and run with it which to be fair happens with Glenn two out of three times two out of three times he comes up with a character concept I'm like that's Until he's amazing a, the pervert fucking wizard man or whatever thought yeah so sometimes he'll come to me with like a really guy like I still so, I still really miss my revenant man and that was one of Dan's campaigns right yes so like we were in the arena, and I never died, and he was mad. My, well, well, 
my I my my sort of example of Glenn being good at this is when I think it was you, Felicia Brittany's campaign where I did We the, met at Felicia's house for the Yes, where I did the um the evil versions, like everyone had to make an evil character and play it. Mm-hmm. And he came up with this idea of the, the imp inside the the, the suit, Warfort, the suit yeah. character. And I thought that was a great character concept and he does and that fucking batshit crazy well and that's fine and he does that a lot where i can say all right well if you're going to do this you need to give me the you know the entire sort of structure of how that fits into this this flower pot i've given you how does that fit into the flower pot and he does that really good two times out of, out of three the third time is like no, just no. And then outside of him, I have three role players where one. You know, now you're talking about your current campaign, I'm right? I'm talking about my current campaign. Where one is better than they realize. Where they go, ah, man, I don't know. Is that Erica? I don't want to toss any names in case someone listens to this. Wait, but, her? No. Uh, but Glenn? one of them. No, it's, it's Erica. But one of them will be I knew like, it, man. <laughs> one of them will be like, oh, oh, I meant like who you're talking about, who would listen to it. Yeah, where where they're like, no, certainly no ways. But listen to it. But I just want to make sure after the fact nobody listens uh, to it. Whatever. You're a little bit too tame about that shit. Whatever. I care understand. a little bit too much. I do because I have to make sure I have. You haven't said the n word on on air like I have a couple times. All right, you're well, obviously we're fine now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm definitely ready for this liquor, by the way, whenever you want to do that shit. We probably won't even do it. It's about midnight now. Well, we can still do it. It won't take us long. I want to get through this conversation. I need to stop. I have to piss really bad. Oh, piss. Sorry. Piss. While I make sure everything stops spinning for a moment. You can pee down here. It's fine. I don't want to have to pick up. Well, I'll... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at the RPG podcast. And I think really that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye everybody. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just just embrace you and give you the most love possible. But you know what you know what says love more than, than an intimate embrace? Money. That's right, money says it. And you know what? You can give us money without ever actually having spent any extra money. Because I know I know what you're doing. You're going to Amazon, you're getting the free two-day shipping, you're buying your extra large uh, underwear or your five-pound chocolate Easter bunny, or what? God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. 
You know, Prime with the free two-day shipping, just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens, if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to end this. That's, I, so, yeah, bye. Thank <laughs> you.